Ladies and gentlemen, do not adjust your device. We're back. Episode 7, LA Confidential. Oh man, welcome back guys. First episode of the new year. Happy new year to everyone. Oh man, we're back. LA Confidential, episode 7. This is your gracious host, John Hunter. Welcome back guys. Welcome back. Okay, so uh, guys, what we're going to do today, same formula as always. Uh, it's going to be just me today. We're going to go through a quick recap of the games. Uh, then we're going to talk about, of course, what everybody wants to talk about, these recent struggles. Oh, man, 0 for 3 on the week. Uh, not looking good right now, but it's to be expected. We're going to get into that. Um, man, not just a lot of people uncomfortable right now. We're Lakers are sitting at number at the 8th spot right now. We're still in, in the playoff hunt right now, playoff race. Uh, but sitting back at number 8, it just seems like it wasn't too long ago we were sitting at number 4. Um, but again, I've said it many times throughout the show, guys, um, the West is a tight race. Uh, it's tough right now. We're, we're eight, but we're six and a half games back from first. Um, that's the difference between one through eight, uh, not humongous. So West is a tight race, a couple wins in a row. Uh, we're back in the middle, uh, sitting comfortably. Um, but again, it is to be expected, with the injuries we have, we'll go through that. Let's let's jump right into the first game uh, of 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 the week there when we play the Oklahoma City Thunder. Again, I was expecting this to be our toughest challenge. Honestly, we got to go in and play Russell Westbrook and Paul George. Uh, now, during the throughout the whole game, the crazy part was we were playing with them. We were playing with them the whole time. We were with them. Uh, it was it was it was tight. Neither team. It was. Overall, it was really sloppy at the beginning. Neither team was really shooting well. Um, I mean, especially Russell Westbrook. Like, man, I mean, he crazy part is he had a triple-double. He had 14, 10, and 16. Um, but I just think he shot three for 20. Three for 20, shot 15% on the game, one for seven from three. Uh, so the thing is, he wasn't scoring efficiently on us. Um, you know, the majority of his points came from free throws. He's seven for 10 from the line. Um, but just because free those, I mean, Steven Adams gave, I mean, he got 14 and 15 on us. Uh, that was tough. I mean, Paul George killed us. He had 37. So that was, that was tough. He had 37 on us. Uh, you know, Jeremy Grant had 13 and seven. Um, it was tough, man. Honestly, we lost this game 107 to 100. We were with them the whole game. It just came down to the end. They kind of just pulled away and it was tough because, uh, I look watching this game. It just, you can just see that we couldn't really find offense in t- at times from anywhere. We couldn't just find offense. Um, it was because KCP led the way. He had, a, he, had a good, he had a good game, really played well early on. Um, and then later on, it kind of just fizzled out a little bit. He had 25, um, shot six for 14, five for 11 from deep. He was, he was scoring well. Um, Ingram had 17, five and 11, did not shoot well. 38%. He shot 8 for 21. Didn't hit a 3. Uh, JaVale had 15 and 8. That was good. Josh Hart pulled out 15 boards and had 13 points. That was nice. Um, the problem in this game, man, honestly, is that we already didn't have LeBron and Rondo. Now, what Laker fans just didn't want to see was Kuz go down. Lower back contusion for uh, Kyle Kuzma. That just, that, that killed us. It was... Um, after that, it was kind of just uh, somebody had to try and lead the way. Ingram and KCP really tried. Uh, what I didn't like in this game, and like I, I've, 
I always have his back and a bit of the doubt is uh is, is Lonzo uh this game. He's one for four, took four shots, he had three points, um, seven boards, four I mean seven assists, four boards. Um honestly, I didn't and I know I, I don't know what it is. I I'm not I didn't like the effort by him today. I didn't like his effort. Um he just again, we see that lack of aggression from him. Um, some games you see it, you see the flashes, uh, you want to believe it. And then you get games like this. I know you're playing it's a big game. Like at some points you got to think like, you know, put in a little aggression. Uh, and people are like, oh, well, he's not a scorer. Uh, we know he's not a scorer. We know he's not a scorer, but sometimes you're six, six, you t- attack the basket, create some, create some pressure on the deep, put some pressure on the defense. Um, you know, take the ball in your hands, be a playmaker. But again, I'm seeing, Brandon Ingram bring the ball up the court a lot of the time. Lonzo does it half the time too, but at the same time, be the point guard. I uh, mean, no Rondo, no LeBron. You have to be the the primary playmaker in, in this case. Again, it's not all on him uh, as a group effort. We didn't play well, at the, especially down the stretch. Uh, Thunder got the best of us this game. Uh, we'll move on to the next one. Um, this one is just one of those ones. I said it last week at the end of the show. Uh, I said the Thunder would be a tough game, but the next two were very winnable games. This one is just one that I can't even. I know we didn't have Kuz, we didn't have, uh, you know, we didn't have LeBron or Rondo, but we played the Knicks, and again lost to the Knicks, one nineteen, uh, one twelve. It it was we started. I remember watching the beginning of the game at a point where we were down twenty to five, and. I'm watching and not understanding what's happening because it's just we it, we just did not come with it. Now, mind you, mind you, we picked it up by halftime. By halftime, they were only up by uh, four, I believe. It was we had a respectable score. Um, still, it may, still kept it close. We even took the lead uh, later in the game. It just in the game, we just could not close. And it's one of those things where you would think with Kuzma and LeBron being out, and we had all this high hopes for Brandon Ingram coming in to be the guy and I mean Ingram had 21 and 9 but 21 being the high man but he took 21 shots it was 8 for 21 38% it's not when KCP gave us 19 we had 18 and 9 from JaVale he shot 9 for 14 from the floor I thought he played the best out of anybody um seven I mean Lonzo played better this game that's what I like to see he showed some aggression I really like actually like the way he played this is what I'm talking about it's the back and forth to him it's 17 2 6 He's uh, five for seven from downtown. He's taking shots now. You know he, he puts he had, you know somebody has to. I mean Kuzma out now. Now with Kuzma out, now it's really going to be a struggle. Because but listen to the Knicks. Oh man, I mean no again no Kuzma, no LeBron, no Rondo. It's we have to get offense from somewhere. And I mean we put up one twelve, but playing the Knicks and we still lost by seven. Uh, it, it was tough. I mean look look who kills in the Knicks. Tim Hardaway Jr. at twenty two and six. Uh, 16 from Trey Burke and his canter had 16 and 15. Um, Emmanuel Moutier had 15, six and seven. The rookie Kevin Knox he had 14 and five. Um, these guys, I mean, they had what seven players in double figures. I mean, we, we have to be better than that. We have to do better defensively. If anything, not, we can't have one Nick's putting 119 on us. Um, again, not really. I mean, Ingram, I'm gonna put this one on him. I'm not fully on him, but like as, you wanted to, Ingram wanted to be the guy. Ingram has a lot of confidence, and he feels like he can be a star in this league. But you're gonna have to show it. I know he's still young. He is very young, and you know it could develop. 
It's the third year in the league, though, and I know we got to find a way. Maybe be you know he's not efficient. He's not scoring efficiently. It's not going to get his doves. Uh, less than the Knicks, and we're going to move on to the last. We're going we're going through. I told you we're going to go through quickly because I want to talk about some things, but we're going to move on to the last uh, last game of the week. And last night we got obliterated by the Timberwolves, a team that has been struggling. Uh, not even in the playoff picture right now. I know they have some ballers, but we got handled by the Timberwolves. They beat us 108 to 86. This game was one of the worst I've seen all season. And I think it really showed that we had nobody to lead the way today. Lance was our leading scorer today with 14, 6, and 5. Brandon Ingram shot 5 for 16. He had 13 points and 5 rebounds. He shot 31%. Didn't even attempt a three. Uh, Michael Beasley was our third leading scorer with 11 and five. Then Josh Hart with 10 and two. It was um, after that, nobody in double figures. Um, you know, Zubak got some time. Mo Wagner, you know, these guys are getting some time with, you know, we were getting blown out. Um, it was gross, honestly. And again, here we go again. What I was saying earlier, we have another disappearance uh, by Lonzo at zero points. Zero. Uh, it was um, not something we like to see. Um, I just, I don't know where he went. You know, four assists, six rebounds, but, you know, 0 for 4 from the field, 0 for 2 from 3. Where'd he go? Uh, it's one. It's a thing. I I think we can see now, and it's hard to see that. Like, we, we, we need our guys back. Um, we need LeBron back. We need Kuzma back. We need Rondo back. These are three guys who are, about three, like three of our leaders, even, and it's crazy because Kuz in the second year. But I feel like these games would have gone differently, especially the Knicks and even the Thunder. The Thunder game would have gone differently if Kuz didn't go down early. We needed people to 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 get a bucket, just to get a bucket late, and we could. We just, you can see everything looks sloppy, unorganized. We couldn't even get a bucket. No Kuz, we needed him. I know LeBron's out, but it, it, I think we weren't expecting to have to play these games when LeBron was down. Without coups, too. Um, and uh, I know right now we're going through a rough patch. Um, I, I don't know what Lonzo's doing. His inconsistency is killing us. Um, Brent Ingham's lack of uh, shooting consistency uh, is killing us, too. He's not efficient right now. Um, he's going back to that old Brent Ingram. I was, I was singing his praises last week in some of the games he was playing uh, where I saw him really doing some good things. But going back to that you know tunnel vision type of Brent Ingram where – doesn't see anybody, just tries to score and at least the inefficient scoring. Um, you know, where does that leave us? Where does that leave us? I know people are starting to worry now. People are really starting to worry now. And um, we've got to figure out what we're going to do with that. We're going to talk about when we get back. All right, guys, welcome back. Welcome back. Okay, we're done with the game recap. We're going to talk about kind of uh, uh, where we stand right now um, with the injuries to our guys and uh, dropping the last three. Losing three in a row is definitely tough. Um, and we're going to talk about kind of what do we do now. Let's let's talk about a few things here. And I know most people, of course, at this point, and I, I say it all the time, I said on the show, most people are, are running toward the panic button right now. They are ready ready to smack that panic button and start, you know, abandon ship. Let's, let's relax. Now, a few things that, a few things that fans want to do, 
you know, fans look at, especially when teams hit a rough patch. They look at a few things. They look at number one, the coach is where does it, where does he fall on this on the blame on the blame chart, the blame scale? Uh, they look at uh, the next guy up in terms of who's the player that you know should be stepping up to maybe uh, help out. Uh, which in that case, you know, would think people look at Brandon Ingram and Lonzo. Um, those two things is kind of want to focus on now. Real quick, uh, I've heard a lot of lot of people um, talk to me and like John. When is uh, when is the time? When is the time to to get rid of Luke? Luke's not the answer. Let's. I want to put a pause in that real quick. Uh, I think Luke. Luke deserves a little credit here. I remember how well we were playing fine. We were playing, we were fine earlier in the season. Guys were hurt, hurt right now. And even the great one, the Mamba himself, Kobe Bryant, uh, was on Twitter uh, when someone was had, had tweeted at him saying, that, you know, Luke's job uh, should be in jeopardy. Luke should be gone. And I'm paraphrasing there. Uh, Kobe said it himself, you know, you have to relax. Uh, you know, he said half the team's hurt, not half, but you know, uh, so our main guy, we have three, our main guys hurt, three important pieces hurt, uh, and we're losing now. And again, it's to be expected. You know, this team has to play uh, without their star, which is LeBron, without their without their uh, their second guy, their second scorer, which is Kuzma, and then without one of their leaders, which is Rondo, in terms of someone running the offense. It's it's expected that we're going to struggle, but people want to go straight for Luke Walton. Uh, how do you figure? How do you figure? I mean, Luke. Luke is going to do what he can with the team he can. And at this point, what happens, especially when you have uh, a lot of young guys on the team, um, no one likes to lose. And at this point now, Magic needs to be talking to the team. Luke needs to be talking to the team. And LeBron, as a leader, needs to be talking to the team to keep their heads up. Because the last thing you want to do is lose confidence. You start losing confidence in yourself, and then you start really playing bad. These teams, when you start losing confidence, that's when that's when things will really spiral down, and it's hard to get back on track. And I say this before because we know, like I said before, these West is a tight race. These games matter. All these games matter. We have to try to get these wins uh, while we can, and it's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard uh, with these stars out. But we got we got to leave Luke alone. We got to leave Luke alone. It's not time yet. If it if that if that if it comes that time later on in the season, I'm sure Magic Johnson will make the right choice and. Um, there's one thing I would think about, something, something to think about, you know, for everybody listening now, um, especially the ones this mainly directed to people who are, you know, are Laker fans. Now, do we give Luke Walton more leeway because he is Luke Walton is a Laker? Okay, Luke Walton played with Kobe. He played, watched him play in the mid 2000s. Luke is like in Laker family, and you wonder at this point are we, you know. I'm a play because I'm playing devil's advocate right now. Were you wondering at this point, are we getting Luke Leeway because he's just Laker family? And, you know, to again play devil's advocate, I'm going to say a little bit. Yes, we give him a little bit of leeway. Um, Luke is Laker family. We feel like we want him to do well. We want Luke to do well. We know he has uh, a good basketball mind. Uh, we know he, 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 he kind of resonates with some of the younger guys, people like Luke, but. Is that is that enough? <laughs> is that enough? Um, and that's just I think that's that's the way people are thinking right now. People are thinking, oh, we're just giving him the benefit of the doubt because he's Laker family. But again, going back to my original point, I think I think Luke needs more time. Every team goes through rough patches. Every team has injuries. So take your hand off the panic button. 
Give it some time. It's a long season. We have a long way to go. We have a long way to go. We're only about we're we're only hitting about that halfway mark. Hitting about that halfway mark through the season now. Uh, it's been about forty games. Got another forty or so to go. Long season to go. Got plenty of time to make up that ground. Um, next thing we're gonna look at the next thing I was talking about is these players and who's gonna help. Because right now, I think a lot of people are saying, thinking it uh, is is Brandon Ingram really the guy we thought he was when we drafted him, or who he could he could be? And again, it's really early to say that in his career, not early in season in his career. It's I'm gonna play both sides here again. It's really early in his career to say that. Um, but here's the thing: I know Magic Johnson had high high expectations for him. Magic said somebody was reading it. If you he said, hey, if you're not averaging at least twenty this season, then you're not living up to what you're, you're supposed to be. And here's my thing being having some of the talent they have, especially having LeBron, his playmaking, Lonzo's playmaking. I feel like Ingram should be more efficient than he is. Um, he should be able to help more than he's been because I mean, to me and along with everybody else. And, you know, I like Brandon Ingram, but he's been underwhelming this season, underwhelming. And that's a nice way of putting it. I'm, there's games where I mean Ingram tries to lead the way, but Ingram is a straight ISO player. He is an isolation basketball player. His move, he's not that fast. He's long. He's not that fast. Um, he's not a great three point shooter. He really isn't. A lot of people thought he'd be a much better three point shooter uh, by now at least, but he's really not. He's a better mid. Definitely a better mid range shooter. He's definitely better at attacking the basket. I've seen plays where he uses his length well. Um, but it's sometimes it's just not enough to get it done. I don't really his game a lot of the time just looks like it looks off. He for is he's forcing. He doesn't really play well within the offense. He's not a good off ball player. All the playmakers they have on that team, he's not good playing off the ball. Uh, Brent Ingram is a type of guy he needs the ball in his hand. Um, and he's just been inefficient. And he's he obviously he's we're seeing that he can't really lead us. He's definitely not. He can't really lead anybody right now. I know he's and again it's on the side. He's young so. I'll give him a pass on that, but at least be more efficient. I, I don't know because it's in the same time. I don't want to put all the blame on him because it's not all his fault. We don't have these guys in, so Ingram's trying to lead the way, being being the star he thinks he is at least. Um, but it's not getting it done. Um, a lot of people is it, it was weird because people were just Ingram was supposed to be, um, you know, next up after LeBron, but it really is Kuzma. Uh, I think here's the difference. Um, Kuzma, number one, can stretch the floor. Uh, Ingram, who was thought to be a better defender, has played way worse defense than Kuzma this season. Uh, Kuzma is a more efficient player than him. He does more than him on the floor. Uh, he's a better. Uh, it's crazy because he's a better leader than him. Uh, it's it's. I don't know. I don't know. Ingram. I don't. Ingram was never. It's not. It's not looking like he's going to be the second guy. Uh, but I'm not starting on him because I want to move to Lonzo. And again, I was saying it earlier, Lonzo is just just. I don't know. He's inefficient. He's not. He's not consistent. I see. Like I said, you see some games where you love what you see from Lonzo. He's doing everything you want him to do. Maybe his shooting's not all up the bar, but he's doing a lot of good things out there. But from Lonzo, I see games where he's just not even thinking about attempting a shot. He's not even thinking about it. If Lonzo even was a, a even somewhat of a scoring threat, that would make our team so much more dangerous. You could spread the floor a lot, a lot more. Um, you would get the offense moving a lot better. But even these games where LeBron and Rondo have been out, and he's supposed to be your primary playmaker, I just not seen it from him. I mean, 
you're 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 a you're a big shot maker. You're supposed to be a big shot maker. Not even like at least in the paint. If you can at least make you know some shots here or there, take some shots. He's like taking two games where he took four shots. You're six six. The point guards are much smaller than you. Dude, so take him to the basket. I mean, I, I mean, I get it. You're not a huge scorer, but I mean, you know, if Ingram's not going to hit consistently, and you're not even going to shoot, where are we get offense from? KCP, that's a spot up shooter. Josh Hart, he's you know he's pretty good. He's spot up shooter again. Lance can't lead the way with scoring. Where are we going to get it from? JaVale McGee. At some, at some point, you're either going to have to you know be at least somewhat of a scoring threat, at least attempt. At least attempt to lead, like make these teams think you're going to score, so you can open up for somebody else. But again, it's rough right now, and I know I'm sounds people sound like, oh man, John is being harsh to these guys. I mean, you need to at this point. Um, what what we're just going to lay down because Kuz and Braun and Ronda are out? No, we have to, at this point. That's when they really need to step up. That's when these guys have to step up and they have to you know start producing a little bit. I mean, certain games I get it. The Thunder are a tough team, I and mean, we held them down though. We held him down for a little while. Westbrook shot horribly. But Paul George, I understand yeah, Paul George. Paul George is tough. It's tough to deal with. Um, it's funny, just a side note with that, Laker fans are booing him. He's supposed to be there next year as good as he's playing, but that's here nor there. Um, it's just uh, it, it, it's one of those things where it's a now we have to see, like, okay, because this is a good chance. This is what we're talking about. You saw the, you saw one, you saw in the game where Rob Palenka, LeBron, and Magic were standing up there just watching the team play, and they were talking. you got to imagine. They're talking about how these guys are looking. Because at this point, if you believe that somebody's not tra- getting traded, you're delusional. Somebody is. You know, at least a couple couple people got to be going soon. I, I refuse to believe that. You know, and I don't know LeBron is going to put his two cents in, but Magic's going to, you know, pull the trigger. Magic's not going to sit by and just let this happen. It's um, It's tough, man, honestly. It's a tough, it's a tough track. It's a tough, uh, it's a tough go with things right now. But this is kind of where you know these where these stars are made. It's gonna show you gotta show your metal here. Um, your top guys are out. Uh, you gotta produce it. And my thing is, you know, Josh Hart's uh, Josh Hart, even Josh Hart, he's a little up and down. But I mean, he's consistent in terms of what he does, what he's supposed to do. He's spot up shooter. He grabs boards. He grabs boards great for a small guard. So, with that, the guys who were supposed to take that step this year, they're really young. So it sounds like I'm being harsh on it, but Ingram Alonso. And honestly, from what I've seen from them, uh, I'm not I'm not super impressed. So um that's enough harping on them. Um let's look, let's get a positive note here. Is that at least in some of these games, we're not this Timberwolves game, but some of these games were in them. Um we're still gonna be missing LeBron uh for a few more games. Kuzma should be back first among the three. Uh, luckily, his his back contusion wasn't super serious, so I think it'll definitely help when he gets back. But it'll still be a rough go of things uh, without LeBron and Rondo on the floor. Um, that's enough for today. It's been a people call it a somber episode, but it, you know sometimes you gotta be gotta be a little harsh with these guys. Let's let's hope for the best. Hopefully, the team can uh, hold it down. Until our full, until our full squad gets back, um, and you know, keep us in that playoff race. Looking ahead to the week, uh, tonight we got the Mavericks going to go play Luka Doncic, the super rookie, uh, Luka and DeAndre Jordan. Um, that's a game where it's a, it's a, it's they've been playing really well. They're on and off. They're a tough team to play sometimes, especially since they're at home in Dallas. 
Um, but I definitely would say it's a winnable game. But without all the guys, we're going to have to play excellent. And that's that's pretty much every night. Um, we have the Pistons on Wednesday. Uh, we're really going to need our big men that game to kind of neutralize uh, Andre Drummond. Or he's going to snatch up 20 rebounds quick on us. Um, so another one where that team is not playing awesome, but definitely something to worry about. Uh, Friday is one I wanted to look at because we're sitting at eight right now, and the Jazz are the team that's right behind us, uh, sitting at ninth, and they're game back. So we lose that one and they win. It's definitely not going to help us. Uh, but playing against Donovan Mitchell is never an easy task. So the last time we played them, uh, we played them pretty well, and we held them down. So hopefully we can get another – we can get a repeat of that, even though we don't have everybody. But hopefully we'll see what happens. And uh, to finish the week on Sunday, we have the the struggling Cavs, one of the worst records in the league. Um, again, with these guys out, none of these games are guarantees. But this is another winnable game that I feel like we should take. It's a tough go, but four games this week. Uh, we really need – we can't have a repeat of last week. We went 0-3. Uh, we need to do some good work this week. Uh, guys, thank you again for joining me. Uh, this is great. I'm in LA Confidential, uh, Episode 7. Guys, I appreciate it. Guys, I will see you uh, next week, as long as we're not canceled. And we will be back with Episode 8. Thank you for joining me again. I will see you later. Peace. Hey everybody, this is Matt Wright with MTMV and I'm bringing you the debate of the week. Now this week's debate revolves around the NFL playoffs. Which team is most likely to pull off an upset? In my opinion, it's the Dallas Cowboys over the LA Rams. You see, this is not the same Rams team that started the season. Todd Gurley isn't 100%. And the Cowboys just got a huge confidence boost beating the Seattle Seahawks. Dak Prescott finally looks comfortable in the pocket a sight that I haven't seen in a long time. If that defense can hold, I believe the Cowboys will pull off this upset despite playing at LA. However, this is just my opinion, and I would love to hear yours. So please feel free to call in, and we can discuss it further. And make sure to listen to MTMV on Podcast Republic, Anchor, and Apple Podcasts. And please do us a favor and give us a five-star review on iTunes. We would greatly appreciate that. This is Matt Wright with the Debate of the Week.